Welcome everyone to Be Better Betters. I'm the host, Spanky. Thanks for listening. I figured I'd do an episode. It's Super Bowl week. And a lot of people are putting out stuff on the Super Bowl. And I kind of wanted to just give my opinion on the Super Bowl and uh, what the Super Bowl kind of means to me and the memories I kind of have with the Super Bowl and how it's, you know, such a big day in our industry. You know, being a professional sports better, the Super Bowl is the big day. It's, it's, it's like, you know, the Christmas day. It's the day everybody waits for in anticipation and, you know, everybody's excited. Everybody has an opinion. You have the two best teams fighting in the, you know, the, the most popular sport in the United States, and everybody's just excited in a nice build-up, two-week build-up that you have, um, with all the media and everybody just talking. There's just so many things going on, and it's just it's just incredible. It's it's just it's amazing how it's become. Uh, you know, an unofficial holiday, and and Super Bowl Monday, you know, is the unofficial holiday. I think Super Bowl Monday, if I'm not mistaken, I read somewhere that it's probably the day that most people call out of work um, on Super Bowl Monday. So um, it's uh, it's just everybody's excited, and then. And it's great to see that, you know, it's, it, it's great to see all the excitement and the enthusiasm and uh, to bring, you know, the, the sports betting into like the front lines. Obviously, it's not as big as, you know, to bring it into the limelight as it once was because with all the regulated sports books in the States these days, you know, you have a commercial everywhere you go on, sign up with this sports book and that sports book. But, you know, 5, 10, 20 years ago, the Super Bowl, everybody, you know, where they wouldn't talk about the odds on a certain game or people really wouldn't mention it, um, the Super Bowl is, you know, the spread and the line is talked about. And the people just, they talk about it and they enjoy it. So it's great to see that. And everybody has an opinion and uh, I love it. You know, I uh, I remember bookmakers just just thinking of stories. You know, one of the bookmakers that used to play offshore, he used to say he'd wake up on Super Bowl Sunday, take an early shower, get into the office nice and early, make sure all the phone lines were working, test every line, make sure everything was just ready because the influx of bets that just come in, it's the bookmaker's dream. It's the bookmaker's day. Um... You know, you can't go wrong booking the Super Bowl. There's there's nothing really, it doesn't really take much talent. Um, the action is there, the line is set. You know, you don't really even need to move the number. People try to overplay it, oh yeah, I'm going to nudge it, you know, five cents this way or whatever. But for the most part, the line's set. And then you just watch the, the 11 to 10 work for you. And bookmakers would always tell me it's the most beautiful thing. It's so powerful how that 11 to 10 of all the games, of every game throughout the year, the Super Bowl, it just it, it emphasizes how that, that, that house vig 
is just so, so powerful and so great. And you see that on the Super Bowl. So I think it's just, it's a, it's a big day. Um, and it's a big day for your regular guys. You know, I remember reading something that uh, 50%, I think, of all American males have at one time in their life or will one time in their life bet the Super Bowl. Whether that be a square where you have, you know, your squares, you get the numbers, the last digit of every score, and or betting the game, or, you know, or betting different props. There's, there's so many props, and the novelty props, it's just, it's just a fun thing. The color of the Gatorade, the length of the National Anthem, you know, will this commercial play before this commercial? Uh, it's just, the list goes on and on and on, and it's just, uh... It's a, it's a fun time, and I think that it really brings out how gambling is part of our society and how it's, you know, where it's so shunned and sports betting and sports gambling was always looked at so neg- negatively and with a negative light, uh, had so much negativity behind it, uh, it's, it's, it, it brings it all to life. Like, oh man, look, we're all having a good time putting our money down and, and having a blast. And that's what I love. It, it just, it really, you know, brings uh, brings that to light. A lot of people always ask me. That's the, you know, I could tell somebody I bet sports for a living in September. I could tell them in April. And the one question I, or I always get asked either is who do you like tonight or who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, when I got pinched years ago. Uh, Back in in October of 2012, one of the cops asked me, "Who's going to win the Super Bowl?" <laughs> you know what I mean? While uh, you know, while I'm there, about you know, getting cuffed, like it's just amazing how uh, everybody just thinks that just because you bet sports for a living that you know you know the winner of the Super Bowl. And that's obviously far from the truth. You know, I uh, do I bet the Super Bowl? Yeah, I've, I, I, you know. I don't bet the Super Bowl to win. I bet the Super Bowl if I want to sit down and enjoy myself. It's the one time in which I could put, you know, a sucker hat on and say, listen, I'm going to enjoy the game, watch the game, and join everybody. Like, I bet the Kentucky Derby, but I don't expect to win money, but I just do it for fun. Um, Because, you know, and a lot of people, how could you do that? You're an advantage player. Nah, but you know, sometimes I like to have a good time, and I I don't need, you know, I live 360 days a year where I'm getting the edge, but there's some times in which, you know, you want to just place a bet on the game, sit back, enjoy it with your friends, and and that's what the bookmakers count on, that's that's big for them, this is their day, um, and they deserve a day like this, in my opinion, you know, I, I, I'm, uh, you know, I don't have any sim- empathy or sympathy or anything for the bookmakers, but at the same time, it's a big day for them, they need a day like this, and you know, I think it's so rare, although I've heard several bookmakers have lost on the Super Bowl, but it's a rare thing. The majority of the time, they're going to win on the Super Bowl, and, um, you know, the handle alone, you know, usually overcomes anything, and, and uh, so, for the most part, they usually win. But um, it's just a good time to relax and enjoy it with your friends. You know, the Super Bowls in the past, the one that stands out to me was when I first started betting couple of years into it, I'll never forget it, this is, uh, and it's a Super Bowl that, um, that is just, it's, it's, when, it's Tom Brady, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl, 
St. Louis Rams, New England Patriots. The spread was 14 points. And um, if I remember correctly, this was the year when, you know, Drew Bledsoe got injured. I think he got hurt by the Giants. And that's when Tom Brady wound up taking over the team, I think, halfway through. And and then and Tom Brady just kept defying the odds, and he wound up becoming you know it was a fourteen point underdog in the Super Bowl. And um, the reason why that Super Bowl sticks out is not what happened in the game. No, it's not that. It just I remember this was when Pinnacle was on the rise, Pinnacle Sports, and they were still taking U.S. customers at the time. I'm just trying to think what year this was. It was probably two thousand one. That's my guess. Maybe no, it wasn't it wasn't two thousand two. It might have been, but I think two thousand one. One of those, and I'll never forget it. I, I remember Pinnacle. You know, the world was painted fourteen, and Pinnacle was dealing minus oh five at the time. They were making a big name for themselves, and they were dealing a thirteen and a half. Probably the only thirteen and a half in the world, or one of the few, and definitely minus thirteen half minus oh five. It was the only one. So they were taking a stand on the game. And then the other sports book that was taking a stand in the game was a sports book by the name of Sports Market. Uh, that's for the credit customers. If you were posted up, it was called AcesGold.com. And Aces Gold, at that time, not nobody knew at the time, but Aces Gold was um, losing a lot of money. They were hemorrhaging. And it was a sports book located in Curacao. And, um,. I think they were in Curacao, maybe not, but I'm pretty sure they were, and they were hemorrhaging money, and uh, and they dealt the 14 and a half on a game. And they were the only 14 and a half. So you know, back then I was doing a lot of middling, and Aces Gold had this promotion, and they had the promotion every single week for the football season. It's called No Juice Fridays, where they would deal no juice every single Friday of the football season. It also lets you buy on or off the NFL 3 for $0.10. Cents. So it was an insane, insane time in the business. Nobody really knew what the hell they were doing. If you did any type of homework whatsoever, you could have found, you know, you could have just blindly walked on an edge. It, it was that insane. Um, and they were taking big, big pops. And I'll never forget it. I, you know, I was building my bankroll at the time, and I didn't have much. But I remember my Aces Gold account, of course, I took that plus 14 and a half even. Might have bet it for 20 dimes. And this is back when I was just getting started. And I was I bet it for 20 dimes. I wound up middling some of it back at Pinnacle. Minus 13 and a half, minus 05. Trying to shoot for the 14. You know, minus 13 and a half, minus 05, plus 14 and a half even is a monster, monster earn. If the, you know, if the game would have fell 14. You know, and lo and behold, of course... You know, we all know the result. New England wins outright. And uh, and then that's when, and I remember that was the first year that it started. You go to Aces Gold website. You try to log in on that Super Bowl Monday. And you just can't log in. Or, I'm just, or there might be a message, sorry, we're down for maintenance. And then, you know, the words. And again, I'm not on the inside of the industry at this point. I'm kind of just, you know getting my feet wet, kind of learning the ropes. I've only been betting, you know, I'm still not betting full-time. I still was working at Deutsche Bank at the time. So I'm not betting full-time. I don't know what's happening, but I'm starting to panic now because I got about 40 dimes in my account. And 40,000 in my account back then, where I was, you know, doing this part-time, was a lot of money. 
and uh, I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's happening here? Uh, you know, and then soon enough, Aces Gold winds up putting a message out there saying, we're sorry to inform you that we'll be closing, um, and all balances will be transferred to, I don't know who, I think if I'm trying to remember who got the balance transferred, it might have been to Bet Royal, it was another Curacao book that took over, might have been Olympic too, I'm, I'm, I don't know who took over the balance, I'm trying to remember, it was either Olympic or, or Bet Royal, somebody took over the balance, which was, you know, better than getting completely stiffed, and then you'd have to roll over that balance, you could never take that money out, of course, because no, no sports book's going to buy another sports book's debt out without having a chance to earn, so you'd have to bet it like 25 times over or whatever, which, listen, if you're going to be betting, it's okay, you know, as long as the money's going to be there at the end. So, I didn't get hurt too much with that, but there's a lot of people that had hundreds of thousands of dollars. And if you already were a customer at some of these other sports books, they might not have taken you on. A lot of people lost hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars on that. I got lucky. I didn't lose that much uh, with that. I know my, my the, the balance was, uh, was assumed by another sports book, and I just don't remember. But I know I lost a little bit, but it wasn't that much. So many people came out of that, you know, battered and bruised. And, um, and then I remember since that day, every Super Bowl after, it was just like clockwork. Everybody would be nervous. And everybody would be like, oh boy, who's going to be the next one to fall? And, you know, this is live in the post-up world where, you know, or even in some of these credit shops, you know, who's going to go bankrupt? And, you know, you would be scared because, you know, you never, like, you know, a as a sports better. You never, like, you know, even if you were middling games, you kind of didn't want, you know, you soon learned that you never wanted the Super Bowl number to fall. Because if that number fell, a lot of bookmakers would get really, really hurt. Some of them would probably, you know, wouldn't be able to recover, a lot of them. Um, and, you know, there was one game, I think it was the Eagles, I forget, I think it might have fell seven or something, one of the Super Bowls, and it was really bad. You know, a lot of these sports books would go under every time after the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Monday was a scary, scary time in a business in the offshore world because you never knew who was going to go busto and what was going to happen to your balance. You know, were you going to get paid or not? So it was a crazy time in a business. You know, after that whole Aces Gold fiasco, we kind of learned really fast to make our balance, you know, dwindle down our balances, make sure that we were only keeping money posted where we knew we were going to get paid, and, uh, you know, I remember Camelot Sportsbook, that was another one that went busto, guy by the name of Mark Dell, you know, seemed like a nice guy, but, uh, but I remember, I think after the Super Bowl, they went bust, King's Bet, you know, the list goes on and on, I'm just trying to remember throughout my entire, you know, just thinking about it, I don't know if WSEX wind up going broke or, or wind up stiffing people right after a Super Bowl, but it just, it just always happened after the Super Bowl, because after the Super Bowl, um, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're going to rob players, if these guys, you're going to have the most money on deposit, and that's a time to just run away, if these guys, you know, they time it perfectly, because that's the most people are going to have their money posted up there, and they just take a free shot at you, and then they just rob you. It's sad, but that's just the fact that these guys, you know, they're not, some of them just, you know, either went broke or lost their honor. I think Aces Gold, I don't know, I, I don't know the ownership by then, but, you know, if uh, if New England 
doesn't win that Super Bowl, and if St. Louis winds up winning and, and covering and, you know, blowing New England out, the whole landscape of the offshore industry could have changed forever. You know, you never know what would have happened. Um, you know, Pinnacle might have taken a big hit. So, um, you know, because they, they took a stand. It was just a, such a big, big moment, I remember, in, in the offshore landscape where Pinnacle, everyone looked like, wow. That's when people really started noticing Pinnacle. Like, look at this. They had a 13 and a half on a game. The world was painted 14. You know, they went up another plateau. You know, they were slowly rising. And then I remember right after that Super Bowl, the buzz around the forums and on the offshore world was Pinnacle is the Pinnacle. You know, they're the they're unbelievable. They're 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 the, the best. And um and then Aces Gold, who not too many people remember, but if you were around then, you definitely knew who it was. Um, you know, wind up going under. It's crazy. It was a crazy time back then, um, you know, betting sports. Um, you didn't, you know, it's so much harder these days. Back then, you had promotions every single, t- you know, Better All World had 05 Fridays. Aces Gold had No Juice Fridays. Carib Sports had 02 Tuesdays, where every game was minus 102. Uh, there was free half-point Fridays. There were so many things. Rio, I think, had free half-point Fridays or Skybook. The list goes on and on. It was just, um, it was an unbelievable time to be a sports better, recreational pro, whatever. Um, it was just great, and I, I'll never forget it. It was, it was, uh, I was fortunate to come up in that era. Although people tell me, you know, you, you thought you had it good, you know, back in the ni- 80s and 90s, you know, it was like stealing. So, you know, every era is good. I think this era is easily the hardest, you know, as, 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 the time goes on, it just keeps getting harder and harder, but I'm not complaining, I really had a good time in the early 2000s, um, coming up in this business, and, and seeing all that, uh, seeing everything that transpired with it, but yeah, so that's the Super Bowl, that's, that's a Super Bowl story that I'll never forget, it was, a it was a crazy time, and, you know, you always now, you know, now, you know, in the offshore world, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, nobody's really going broke, um, nobody's, the post up, you know, post up is kind of dead, so everything's per head, um, so you're not as worried as, as much anymore, because the post up, you know, the post up world is, is, you know, sending money and posting up, there's only a few joints that do it now, where back then, before per head was alive, every place was a post up joint, so it's a very different time, so Super Bowl Mondays don't really have that nervous factor as they once did, um, but man, it was just, it was such a great, great, crazy time back then. Fast forward to today's landscape, Super Bowl, all these bookmakers, and you know, I'm looking at some of these, some of these, I, I get all these DMs, I get all these messages from guys, you know, giving me these dressmaker, uh, examples, and, um, I don't know why they send me this shit, you know what I mean, what do you want me to say, bro? Uh... I get all these messages, look, Spanky, this guy's a dressmaker, this guy's a dressmaker, no shit, you know what I mean, like, what do you, I know they're all dressmakers, why are you sending me this stuff, um, I don't know, but a lot of people send me these messages, and it's pretty crazy, like, even today in Vegas, and I'm not gonna mention any names, but pretty much everybody except Circa, well, how about that, um, it's taken, there's, like, apps that, there's limits that are a dime, you know, on a Super Bowl, like, how are you taking only a dime on a Super Bowl, you know, it's just, there's a lot of crazy shit going on, um, 
I think the software that these people are using when they limit somebody is like a blanket percentage limit. And I think it's the, easily the most stupidest thing you could do in your software to limit somebody as a percentage and not let them bet like whatever they want in the Super Bowl. Old bookmaker always told me, um, if you know that you're able to run a, a shop correctly, is you need to be able to take 100 dimes on the Super Bowl and not even flinch. It's like nothing. That's when you know you're well-staked, you, you have enough of a bankroll, and that you're, you're running your business right. you got to be able to take 100 dimes on the Super Bowl. If you're not able to take 100 dimes on the Super Bowl, you are not in the right business. You should not be a bookmaker. And I just don't, under, you know, and it's crazy because, you know, people, I don't give a shit who it is. You're the sharpest of the sharpest better in the world. Billy Walters could come in. Anybody. I don't care who it is. You want to bet the Super Bowl? Here it is. Have at it. hundred dimes. Um, and, and to see there's so many bookmakers that don't offer that. And I just, I don't know why. I, I just, I don't know what it is. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a software glitch or maybe they have, you know, they need to update their software because nobody should be scared of booking the Super Bowl. It's the one event where a monkey could book it. It's really that easy. Anybody can book the Super Bowl. Talent is not required. You just have to let the 11 or 10 work for you. Um, one of the, my friends, uh, Dave, the sportsbook uh, conciliary on Twitter, he put that story up where Cantor was taking a million-dollar bet and another million-dollar bet. That's how it was. That's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to take a million, write the bet, boom, move the line 10 cents, write another, you know, whatever. That's how it's supposed to be. The money needs to be flowing. The Super Bowl, there is no fear. You can't fear the Super Bowl. And I think that anybody in this business, if any bookmakers listening to this, any European bookmaker, U.S. bookmaker, anybody out there. If you can't write 100 dimes in a Super Bowl, what are you doing? Get out of the business. This ain't for you. If you're nervous about all the, you know, the reporting to the shareholders or the invest, listen, then if you can't write 100 dimes in a Super Bowl, you just can't, you can't do it. You, you shouldn't be in this business. And I truly mean that. And I, you know, again, and it's not—it's not an arbitrary number. It's a real number. Oh no, but you know, I, I might be able to do ten times. Nah, it's got to be a hundred times. This is standard. This is the Super Bowl. If you think somebody really has an edge on the Super Bowl line, you know, twenty-four hours after it's posted and after it's been hung, it's impossible. You know, we're not asking to write the hundred times the night of the Sunday night when the two championship games finish. No, but that next Monday morning when that line is stabilized, that's it. Right away. Circa did it. Boom. 100 dimes on the app. I'm sure if you go up to the counter at Circle and you show up and you throw a million dollars on the counter, what, you think they're going to say no? No, they're not. They're going to write the bet. That's how it is. You want to be the guy to write the big bet. And it's just amazing. You know, I remember years ago when I had runners all over Vegas. And, you know, we'd, we'd try to pick off different numbers. And we tried to pick off, I think it was a first-half side on the Super Bowl. I remember the Mirage limited us to, like, 25 dimes or something like that. I was like, come on. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. This is not a prop or nothing like that. You know, it's not the full game either. But it's first half. You know what I mean? First half side on the Super Bowl, 25 dimes. I thought that was weak. That was back then. Now the BetMGM, a lot of people, the BetMGM app and there's everywhere. These guys ain't taking shit. 
you know, these guys, you know, I think one of the BetMGM guys wrote a $2 million bet on the app, and it's amazing, because uh, the app for the BetMGM, my guys here, you know, we can't even get $2 on the app. So it's just, it's it's nuts how they limit everybody on the Super Bowl. You know, they should do a, a limitation that isn't a blanket limitation. It should be specific. Um, you know, do I have an opinion on the game? A lot of people would ask me, who do you like? Again, I don't, um, if I'm going to watch the game and if I'm going to bet the game, I'm probably going to bet Tampa. Not that because it's sharp. Not because I think I know something. It's because, listen, I, you know, it's, it's, I started this business and, and when I seen Tom Brady come up, you know, he's one of the few players that has still, is still playing the game when I, you know, when I was betting, when I first started betting this thing. So, you know, there's kind of a, an admiration there and I think, um, it's, it's just, it's great to see, uh, a player like that, you know, be able to do do what he's done, and you know, I, I, you know, might be a little bit of an emotional thing. Betting with my heart, nothing sharp on it. Please don't say, "Oh, Spanky likes Tampa." You know, what I mean, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to this shit. Um, it's just my opinion uh, that you know, if I was gonna watch the game, Tom Brady's, in my opinion, not the kind of guy, at least for me, that I would want to root against, um, especially in this situation. That's just me, you know what I mean, everybody, although Patrick Mahomes, kid's you know, going to be a Hall of Famer right away, he's one of the best in the world at what he does, unbelievable, so I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be upset if, if KC won also, it's, um, it's just two of the best ever, two different generations going at it, I think it'll be a great game, again, I'm not a big fan of watching games, and I haven't really watched the full game of anything in years, um, in years, but um, I'll be probably, you know, I'm definitely, well, I'm going to be at a bar and, or at a sports book and munching on chicken wings and shit and, you know, drinking some nice cold beer and enjoying the game. So I'll definitely be watching this and um, and I really think it's going to be a good game. I hope everybody has a good time and enjoys themselves. Um, maybe pick up a couple of dollars and win some stuff. You know, I know people look for advice and everybody's listening to it. I don't have any advice on a game. Uh, to be able to bet the game, I kind of avoid the the the, uh, the multi-way markets. Usually, you're probably going to get ripped off on some of those where you can bet. Um, the, the the books the, the books hold and is the, the futures market or the the multi-way like first touchdown score or you know you'll you'll be able to you know for the most part again there's the guys that run the numbers they'll be able to find oh wait a minute KC scoring exactly three points is this and they might be able to find value on that that's fine but for the general guy you know I stay away from that you know you you want to just bet the regular stuff if you could lay one ten both sides then you got a fair shot if these props are minus one twenty minus one thirty that's a lot harder to beat. Um, so you got to watch out for that and make sure you're betting into a fair line. Um, uh, that's the only advice I could give. I have no opinions either way on anything. I, you know, I'm sorry. This is not an opinionated podcast when it comes to picking sides and all that stuff. I'm just trying to, you know, give you stories and tell you how to think on how to think of things and how to be able to try to earn for yourself. Last but not least, before we close is, you know, I, I mentioned this on Twitter, eventually I'm going to be putting out videos 
um, where it'll be a little bit of a behind-the-scenes, over-the-shoulder type thing on how we bet games, on how we take leads on games, on how we think the line is going to move this way or that way. Um, the videos, of course, will never be live because I have to protect my, my myself when it comes to outs. Um, and the videos will be delayed. Um, they'll be delayed probably months in advance. Oh, man, Spank, why the hell are you going to delay this shit months in advance? You got to understand, if, you know, if I'm moving a line, let's just say on, you know, let's just say the date was, you know, January 28th, and I'm moving game 563 plus 7. I'm just throwing numbers out there. They don't have any value. But let's just say I'm betting that game. If that shit is not months out in advance, and even if it is months out in advance, people are going to look now. They're going to see the line 563 plus 7. All the offshore sports books that listen to this podcast, they're going to be able to look and they're going to be able to identify who the hell bet this line at this time, at this shop, and then, oh, that's Spanky's account, and then I'm going to hurt myself. And then my account could get shut off. So I can't really do that. But if it was two months in advance or two months out, then, you know, you never know. Most likely, you know, the account might be dead or, or who knows what's going to happen. And it's hard for people to actually look back on something like that and say, you know, it's like whatever. Um, you know, because they don't know if the account is still mine. They don't know what happened with the account. So it's a little bit of difference. So I'm going to have to do it months out in advance. I can't do it live. Um, I kind of don't even want to discuss the sports books that I'm showing. So, you know, we have our own custom, you know, a lot of people use like a Don Best screen. We have our own custom screen. I'm going to have the sports book names, you know, probably, I don't want to say hidden, but they might be just changed up a little bit. So, you know, again, and I'm not trying to teach you guys, hey, look, if you look at Jazz here and if you look at Pinnacle and you look at Chris, I can't do that, you know, and I'm not going to tell you what to look at, because I'm not going to, that's like showing you exactly what my playbook is, I, I can't show my playbook, um, but I'm going to show you, listen, look around for this, or look, you know, notice things, of course, Chris and Pinnacle will definitely be mentioned, those are the two big boys, but, you know, there's going to be a couple of, you know, there's a couple of outs that we look at, some Chinese places and shit that, you know, that are not on a Don Best screen, that's only on our screen. Um, that we know get hit early or we know get leaked up and, you know, we know what's up. So you'll kind of see that, how it works, and kind of try to be able to build your own thing because that's the thing. You want to try to find that information as fast as possible, execute that, and it'll kind of show us, show you guys how we bet, you know, what the process is of betting around the world, um, what you do. You know, certain times we're going to be betting a game and we're going to go out blanket style, just blank the whole market. Sometimes we're going to do a little hush-hush, you know, we'll go to the super silent shops, followed by the off-screens, and then eventually try to hit the screen. So there's a lot of different ways to do this, and I'll explain why we do everything, what the process is. I think it'll be enjoyable. I hope so. Maybe not. People might say, this is the worst thing I've ever watched. This is garbage. And that's cool, too. Whatever. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not making any, I'm not, I don't make any money doing this, not earning to this at all. Um, I think it'll be interesting. It'll be something that I'd, wa I'd want to see if I was coming up in a business. So if I could, you know, shed some light on some of that, that'll be cool. And uh, I'll share that information with you guys. I'm looking forward to that. Again, that won't be that won't be around for another few months. Uh, I still haven't taped any episodes yet. So um, it's going to happen eventually. And uh, when it does, uh, I'll, uh, I'll be sure to share it.
Enjoy the game, fellas and ladies that listen. I don't even know how many ladies listen to this shit. Or all males, from I'm guessing, for the most part. As the sports betting industry is dominated by males, that's just the demographic. But hey, you never know. Enjoy the game, everybody. Thanks so much for the time. Until next time.